Most high and glorious Lord, give light to the brightness of our lives. Give us right faith, certain hope, and perfect charity that we may always discern your true and righteous will. Amen. Please be seated. I took one of our, my hints about uh, how to speak today from the Collect of the Day, which is asking God to put away anxiety. And I connected that, in fact, to what I learned was our stewardship message for this season, which is to be fearlessly generous. Now, the idea of shedding anxiety and fear should be something that we say, oh, yeah, I'm for that. I I don't like fear either. I don't like to be anxious either. The thing is, we as human beings, as limited creatures, cannot avoid being afraid and getting anxious. But we do discover through life some ways to mitigate fear and anxiety in our lives. At first, the message of stewardship for this season, fearless generosity, seemed like two impossible things for me. Okay, I've got to be generous. Well, that's not like me, Uh, but I'm going to try. Oh, I have to be fearless about it, too. That's not like me either, but I, I have to try. And then I discovered that they actually can work together in our favor. That by practicing generosity, we can actually, by that act, mitigate our fear, which we certainly want to do. Fear is something that debilitates us. We actually feel weakened when we are afraid. It's like a caustic element. Is there anything worse than the state of fear? In fact, in Scripture, when our Lord greets, He often says, Don't be afraid. Fear not. And the same thing is true with the address of angels as they come upon someone. Now, seeing an angel, probably you would be afraid. But remember what the angel said to the shepherd. What angel of the Lord said in all kinds of key moments that are part of our scriptural history. Don't be afraid. Fear not. Because when we can set fear aside... We are better, we are stronger, we are being healed, even the moment of setting that aside. So how can we fearlessly be generous? I turn it around again, and I think, let's think of some ways that we can be generous and see what happens to our fear. And I thought of three suggestions, and you'll like this because... You're already doing this. And so you don't have to take on something new. But I think that you should see how you can sharpen these practices and then see how they eliminate fear for you. 
If the Christian life is about giving, then one of the highest ways that we can give is to give thanks. Now, I know this is true for you. You're probably people that give thanks every day, all the time. Something hits you and you say, I'm so glad that this is the case. Wow. Something even as simple as looking up last Friday and seeing a full moon. If you're well enough, you can still get kind of excited to see a full moon. Maybe you saw it Saturday morning. It was still over there close to the horizon. It was pretty impressive even the day. But they happen not only for simple things, but for, but for great things as well. And we give thanks whenever some blessing and in the giving of thanks, you see the weapons of fear in your life sort of fade down. And you are all the better off. Giving thanks is something that we make a habit of doing. And in fact, what we're doing here with hearing the scriptures and sharing this meal of our Lord is we are giving thanks. Even the word Eucharist itself is related completely to the meaning of thanksgiving. Now a second way that we can give in order to reduce fear is the gift of prayer. When we give our time and our thoughts in prayer, it is a generous gift. I learned from scriptures today that we care for and pray for the poor and we also pray for and care for the most powerful. Isn't that a strange situation? If you listened to Amos today, that Hebrew prophet, you saw a pretty harsh message. You saw Amos putting words in the mouths of those in commerce. And he's saying, why do you just keep saying, oh, I hope the new end, the new moon can end so we can get back to business. He shows up, he sheds light upon the greedy practices of those whose point in life is to exploit and to amass everything that they can. He calls them out with this message. And in fact, what we are suggesting here today is sort of the opposite of that. Now in terms of the goods in life, I had a, I had a very strange experience uh, as I was moving from service in Grace Church in Alvin and anticipating service in St. Francis Church, I had these several weeks for prayer and contemplation. And I thought, I want to know better the life of Francis. And so I uh, made material available for myself. And at the same time, we were also preparing to move. So I was putting 
things and things and more things into boxes. At the same time, I was reading about the life of a man who radically and almost uh, absurdly practiced the giving away of things. Francis was the one who joyfully gave away, whose great joy in life was humility and owning nothing. To own a thing for Francis was to have anxiety. And to be freed from that was a strengthening thing. There was a crazy story about Francis one time when he was invited by the Pope to come and have dinner. And he came, but before he did, he went out and begged. And he got some scraps, what were for the people who gave them probably garbage from their house. And he brought this stuff, black bread, and he gave it away to people at the dinner, to the, to the knights and uh, to the other servants. And afterward, the Pope said, Francis, why did you embarrass me like that? And he said something like, embarrass you? I was practicing giving. That's the nature of our Lord's reality. I just make a recommendation. Don't study St. Francis and try to move at the same time. (laughs) If I had listened carefully to Francis, I wouldn't have had as many boxes full. And maybe I can work to reduce all the more. But we give prayer to the poor and to the powerful because the intercessory Uh, vocation of all Christians is that way. Give thanks every day in all ways. Give prayer and then in every way we can we should give ourselves away. Give of ourselves materially and in acts of kindness. Give ourselves away. St. Paul is writing to Timothy and he's teaching the Christians there at the same time. And he says that's what Jesus is about. Listen to this verse, which we'll end with this morning on this particular thought. He says in his letter, There is one God, and there is also one mediator between God and humankind. Christ Jesus, himself human, who gave himself a ransom for all. To the extent that we can connect, as Father Bates suggested last week, connect with our heart, our gift of ourselves, even in our pledge to the nature of our relationship with Christ who gave himself absolutely and completely for the well-being of us all. It is to that extent that our giving becomes life-giving to us. So let's do it. Let's see about these things we're already doing and make them more life-giving. Let's give thanks. 
Let's give prayer and let us give of ourselves. Amen.